And now another episode of Mind Escape with Michael and Maurice. Take it away, Michael. All right, folks, welcome back to Mike and Maurice's Mind Escape. We have episode number 17 today. We, we're going to do space and our solar system. Whoa, whoa, just calm down a little bit, buddy. <laughs> it's been right, a long weirdo. time, no see. All right, weirdo. Um, so let's talk about the thing first that most people find weird and unique, which is our moon. They don't know where it comes from. They don't know how old it is. We've been there before, but there's also all sorts of uncertainties with that. There's a lot of people that believe that we don't, we haven't been there. Um, Say, have we, have we been there? <laughs> I mean, I think we have, maybe the timeline's been fudged or maybe there was some like, uh, you know, I've heard this talked about too, where, cause it was during the, the arms race, you know, during the cold war that possibly we faked the initial landing, but we eventually did it. But it was just like a race thing to be like, Hey, we're the first ones to do it. You know? Right. I think we did it, but the footage I think got wrecked in that. What is it? The Van Van Allen belt, the Tim Allen belt. What is that? Yeah. There's, there's a, uh, a radiation belt that some people say that we can't pass through because it would kill people or whatever. But I mean, I don't know if I believe that. I mean, you can pull that up if you want, but um, right. yeah, there's, there's, they're taught, they talk about that. Like how you're saying the film got released or got ruined by the radiation on the return or something like that. I don't know if I, I you know, who knows is that more that NASA is, bullshit, you know? Yeah. I mean, but like I was, we were just talking about this before we jumped on. It's like go online and find footage of actual space. The fic, the pictures that they take are from these satellites that take I'm so long to get there. And, and then there's no, there's no actual real video footage. And the ones that there are like, look at like, an, uh, uh, amateur astronomers and all, all those people, they have video footage and you can see, you know, the star flicker. Uh, I think I saw a movie of a guy through his own telescope, like a nice one show all, um, eight planets. Cause we, as we know, Pluto has been taken away as a planet, but, um, and it's just, it doesn't look like anything from the picture, like the picture is almost like they're like artistic pictures. Like somebody at NASA is like Photoshopping all these things to yeah. make them look like these magnificent things. I'm not saying that's the case. Obviously they have technology well beyond our knowledge that I'm sure they're able to capture this stuff, but it's just like, it's weird that there's no, there's not a ton of footage of Here space. Here you go, bro. NASA, yeah. NASA earth from space, real footage. Yeah. 11 hours. I'm not saying that they don't have it. I'm just saying, isn't it weird that there's not more of it? You know, like how I, I, I the only argument I, I could I could see is if it because it's like boring. You know, like to show something approaching a planet or approaching a star or just sending something out into orbit, it it, it looks so slow. Maybe they figure you know there's just no point to that. I don't know, but I just find speed that, that, that up. The, again, there are videos and there are pictures and everything, but you know, who knows exactly? Well, who else would be able to release it besides NASA or another country? Well, you've got all these. Well, you've got all these observatories. You know, you've got all. You know, basically, the ones that I'm talking about are like the ones that the satellites take. They just look like fake. They look like they're 3D animated. I mean, pull up the picture of Cassini that went just past Saturn and took all those pictures of Saturn. I'm not saying it's not real, but it looks fake. You know, right. So I'm just saying that something, either they have crazy technology that's so precise, so accurate in the way they take pictures and everything. And, and the other thing we, we forget too is like space is like, 
everything's moving so fast. So how are they, what kind of gear do they have that they're capturing all this stuff in action? Cause you think about your camera, you can't even take a picture of a moth flying past your, your window without it being blurred. But these people can take pictures of things that are moving thousands and thousands of miles per hour. You know, no, you I, can I take know. a picture of that shit. Now the, the shutters, I'm not saying you can, I'm just, I'm, I'm just pointing out that it's a, it's a lot more difficult than, you know, what you're saying. If you leave the, what the, the shutter open, uh, for ex- you know extended exposure, you know, like we used to do this thing in astronomy class called star trails, where you go take the telescope and you you hook up a, ca- uh, ca- a camera to it, and you let the you know you have an f stop thing. Yeah, that's you... a long exposure. Right, right, right. So I mean, there's that, but it's just like you know, and I know technology is crazy. Now I'm just pointing out that it's like we don't have a ton of it, and the stuff that we do have almost looks like a simulation. That's all I'm saying. Well, we we actually have gear that you can take pictures of hum- hummingbirds and shit, but we also were talking about how the government's technology is 100 years past ours or 30 or right. 40 or whatever, so who the fuck knows what they have? Well, that's but what that's I'm gonna- saying. I'm not saying that... What I agree with you. Like I think we do have that technology. What I'm saying is our technology must be that good then that they can take these crazy pictures going thousands of miles an hour or whatever the case may be. They're able to just do all this stuff. Um, you know, like you just said, a hundred miles or a hundred years. You know, I think it might even be more than that, but, um, a hundred years is a lot. It is a lot, but Tesla, you know, I mean, look at that shit. We just came out with Wi-Fi not that long ago. This guy, that was a hundred years ago. Just that. True. That be, <laughs> um, so, but yeah, back to the moon, you know, there's a lot of weird stuff with the moon. Like, did you know that they found uranium 236, which is not found naturally? And that's spent from nuclear, uh, uh, explosions. Same thing with neptonium 237, which is a byproduct of nuclear reactors. That's also been found there, which Jeez. is not found naturally. So where are these, um, come, where, where's this uranium and neptonium coming from? Like, it's just not. It's not making sense. So there's that. Did you know by the year 2020, they're talking about making a robotic uh, mining outpost on the South Pole of the moon? It's like, we have only been to the moon a few times, so why would we know to go there directly? I mean, we have satellites and stuff. We can check out stuff, but it's like they're going directly to a specific spot. You know, like what's going on there? I don't know, but as far as the uranium and all that shit, we don't know what's out in the fucking galaxy. That shit could be floating around on stars. Well, that's true, too. Asteroids, who the fuck knows? Well, there's, uh, so, you know, the height of the Cold War, everybody was detonating stuff. I forget, I think it was in the 50s or the 60s, but they sent out, that everybody signed a treaty saying that they weren't going to test anything above ground anymore. The only way you could test nuclear weapons is if you did it underground, kind of like what you see North Korea doing today. They're doing everything underground. Um, But what happens is, is that, they created the satellite that could detect any kind of like seismic and nuclear activity um, from space. It was called like the Vela, Vela, V-E-L-A satellite. And they detected something after this had been signed in Antarctica. Uh, They don't know what it was. They think maybe a couple countries came together and did something. It was like three, I think three, like if, Hiroshima or Nagasaki was like 15 uh, tons. I think this was like three tons or something like that. Um, so they, they saw that. But then 
that satellite also was the first to detect that we didn't even know about before, which was gamma rays. If you know what gamma rays are, there's these rays. Basically, if we were to get hit by this shit, we would all be dead. And then, like, we wouldn't even know that we were dying. So um, that was the first to detect that. So it's like we're detecting stuff by accident by creating some of these satellites and just shooting them out there. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's just space is just... If it's an element that we've conjured on the Earth, it has to be out in the in the cosmos somewhere. Well, that's right? what we have. Well, we have uranium and uh, neptunium. But what I, what what this thing that I was reading says is that these are very specific characteristics of these elements. Meaning that, like, let's say, um, you know, something's as opposed to like finding uranium in the ground or whatever. If you were to find it in the ground, it would be the molecules would be a certain way. But since these were had already been used, meaning that something had been exploded. Who knows? Maybe during the space race or one of the world wars, we somebody sent something out in the space and hit the moon or something. I mean, who fucking knows, you know, or maybe something, you know, got out of our atmosphere and was, yeah, who knows? I don't know. I'm just speculating, but, um, but I just think it's weird that that's on there. I mean, you know, there's the hollow moon theory, which is, is that the moon lacks tons of mass, and they think that, you know, like the, they did a seismograph from when, like when the Apollo 13 mission sent the Saturn V rocket that hit the moon. It, uh, what it's, uh, it caused 11, it was like 11 tons of TNT that was created from that impact. And that there was vibrational waves for three hours. And it says that it rang like a bell. Um, yeah, I've heard that shit. And I also was going to say, could, could the moon be the most sophisticated piece of uh, technology hidden in front of us? Because if you That's think about speculation. it, pulls the water back and shit. It it had a fucking profound effect on so-called evolution. So, well, I'm gonna blow your mind here right now. You're right. I think it is the most specific or uh, uh, advanced piece of technology. Divide the distance of the Earth to the Sun by the Sun's diameter. You get 108. Too, too complicated for me, bro. Listen, listen, just listen. Divide the distance of the Earth to the Sun by the Sun's diameter, and you get one 108. Divide the distance of the Earth to the Moon by the Moon's diameter, and you get 108. And the the uh, uh, Sun's 400 million times the size, or something crazy like that. So the fact that they're perfectly comes out to 108 when you divide. So that means it's like the perfect distance between the sun to the earth and the earth to the moon, um, which is fucking crazy. And then also that's why we get the eclipses and all that stuff. But then the weird thing is there's 108 towers of a Cambodian uh, temple structure um, and Hindu 108 is a, a significant number in um, the Hindu texts and stuff too. So, I mean, the, the outer layer of the Stonehenge, 100.8. So, I mean, there's a lot of weird shit involved with that too. Well, that's why I like that movie Pie. You didn't like it, but I like that. I didn't like because I didn't like how, how crazy it got. Like, the, they made the guy, if it was more of an academic, I was hoping that it was going to be something where the, it was some groundbreaking movie where this guy's trying to figure out all this religious text with numbers and stuff like that. And it was like real, you know, it was like a real movie. This shit was just real. That movie's fucking sweet, dude. I'm not saying it's not real. Career. I'm just saying, like, the way it was shot, it just gives you, like, an anxiety. Yeah, that's the part that's sweet, man. It's not. No, it's not. It is good. Look up the fucking critical, critic scores, bro. Yeah, people say it's the... I can pull fucking movies on YouTube right now where they talk about how it's the fucking stupidest movie of all time. So people yeah. hate that guy. I know you like him, Aaron Aronofsky, but there's a lot of fucking people that hate that guy and think his 
works pieces of shit, but I think there, he's got some good movies. It just depends. I haven't seen that right. Noah mo- movie yet. I want to check that out. No, Requiem for a Dream is really good. Black Swan's good. Again, I'm Requiem good. for a Dream, all, it makes me. It makes you want to scratch your body feel like you got needle marks in your own yeah like it just it makes you feel like you want to crawl out of your own skin while you're watching it so i mean i don't know i i was just hoping that that we keep talking about pie but i was just hoping that that pie movie was i don't know i more like uh i'm trying to think of something i could compare it to where you can't compare it to anything because it's original. But go, let's get back to the fucking point here. Have right. you ever seen the movie Pie or the movie? Have you ever seen the movie <laughs> Moon? No, there's a movie called Moon. Yeah, it's sweet. It's with uh, Ram, uh, Sam Rockwell. You should check it out. Okay, and what's it about? This fucking guy. It's it's kind of like what you were saying. This guy lives on the moon, and they start this mining. fucking guy on the moon. Hey, they're, they're mining uh, some material that like helps ener- uh, provide energy on Earth, and they they send you up it as like a three year contract. You go up there, you're pretty much alone, and then you just like run all the machines and shit. So it's kind of well, ties into exactly what you were saying. These people are going to start mining up there, and the moon's fucking weird too. Like all those craters are all the same depth. Um, they think there's a shell. You know, it's like, like fucking Brad Pitt's face up there. Well, like they, I, there's these guys that wrote this book too, um, and they talk about if they were to construct the moon out of like things like whatever material would be like basalt and all sorts of shit. That's exactly what the moon's created out of. So, like, what would be the perfect scenario is actually what it's created out of. And also, the moon has ten times as much titanium as we have on Earth. So, I mean, there could be a titanium shell under there. There could be a titanium core. Um, that would, in, that would make sense with the mass cause titanium super fucking light. Um, I don't know. There's a, again, I, we, we talk about the moon, but the, the, that's the weird thing is like the moon has always been speculated around. I mean the sun too, but the sun is more of like a life giver. The moon is just this unique thing that was like necessary, you know? Yeah. I, I think that the moon has, I don't know if it's cause people are thinking that it's a full moon, but my mom used to work at a doctor's office and. Whenever there's a full moon, this place would be fucking jamming. Yeah. Well, there's. So what is, what is that all about? Yeah, there's studies done with that. That I think that's more like the cycles. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't. I, you can look up the history on that. I forget. I've I've watched some stuff on that. There's some certain psychological correlations with that, and why people get crazy, and why there's myths about werewolves and crazy shit happening. There's even ones like that eclipse that. <laughs> I remember seeing this article uh, in South Carolina. They actually alert the public to li- possible lizard people. <laughs> and that was like an actual like alert from like the local town or something like watch out for the lizard people. Like, okay, are yeah, these the reptilians or what's going on here? You know, it's fish's dream come true. Yeah. There, there were once a race of people too. Okay. We get it. Um, <laughs> and there's also, I mean, ancient myths, there's a ton of them that talk about time before, the moon actually existed and you know i think um i've seen ones where there's like somebody like lassos a big rope around the moon and pulls it into the that might if you think about it maybe there's no lasso but maybe there's some tractor beam or maybe there's some fucking force like a magnetic force that dragged this thing into our solar system you know we don't know shit you know we're just all speculating. We just live day to day. We don't, you know, nobody's really thinking of it. There's scientists that think about this and stuff, but people just. Yeah, it's Nibiru, bro. <laughs> well, you think our actual moon is Nibiru? Well, the Nibiru thing is. Oh, not interesting. the moon. Go well, ahead. The, Nib- 
The Nibiru thing's interesting because I read that book, The Twelfth Planet, and there's speculation, you know, our asteroid belt um, that's out, you know, out in our uh, source. I think it's between Neptune and, I don't know, I'd have to look it up. But um, anyways, the asteroid belt, they think at one point was either a planet or something, and there is a dwarf planet in there. I think it's Ceres. Ceres is a part of it. Um, But... The weird thing is, is all, most solar systems that we know of have two suns. So there's been speculation that maybe we had another sun that's on some crazy orbit that does only come around, you know, for a certain amount of years, you know? Like, think about that. Like, if there was some sun that was so far out, that it, it doesn't have to be like our sun, too, where, like, there's different kinds of suns and different stages of suns where they're not always this bright, super bright star. Yeah. Yeah. There's bright stars and then there's dimmer stars, but, um, most, uh, solar systems are binary systems and it was just, it's weird that, you know, we don't have this other sun that we know of. Uh, and there's this, also this asteroid belt that they say comes from the primordial, you know, stuff that the, the stuff that was happening when our solar system was created, it was like leftover, like excess shit. I mean, but think about that. What if there was another planet or what if there was another sun and this thing got blown the fuck up or ran into something or whatever the case may be? You know, I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility either. No, I mean, I'd have to fucking look, look more into that shit. Yeah, I mean, but but that's an interesting thing, too, right? Like, most people don't even think about, like, they just, oh, our sun, you know? But what if there was another sun? Or what if there's a sun that comes around every certain amount of years, you know? Even, well, everything we know changes, too. Plato was a, or um, Plato, Pluto was a planet not that long ago, you know? And now right. it's fucking nothing. Who knows? That could have just been some asshole scientist that's like, I'm going to make a name for myself. I'm going to reclassify this thing. You know, let's call this thing what it fucking is. It's a fucking planet. It's a moon, right? I don't even know what it's categorized as now. They kept switching it. I think it even switched back and then switched back again. I mean, who knows? I'll look it up. Um, but, uh, yeah, and there's just crazy. Every story I've heard about the moon, there's since ancient times, there's ancient writings about how um, the moon was actually, there's been like, uh, lights on the moon or like glowing things coming from, and not just the glow from the moon. Like people in ancient texts have written, seen glowing things around the moon, uh, which is weird. And then also, and I'm not, look, I'm not saying for sure that there's aliens or anything like that. I'm just speculating like what the fuck is going on with the moon. Cause we don't even know how it was created. There's speculation that it could be even older than the earth. So, I mean, that's fucking crazy too. Fucking a, yeah. Um, I, I, I can't, I can't, I can't elaborate on it. I don't know what it is. If scientists don't know, I really don't know. Well, we're we're blowing the doors off this one today. I'll tell you that much. Pluto is a um, micro planet. Is it okay? Micro. It says a dwarf planet, but this is Wikipedia. All right, so dwarf planet. So then it, it's it's classified as the same thing as Ceres, which is in the asteroid belt, which is just weird. I don't, I don't, again, I don't know. This thing actually has an orbit. Something else is in an asteroid belt, and we're considering one thing the same as the other. I don't understand that, but we'll call it fucking Neil deGrasse. <laughs> um, so let's move on here from the moon to uh, the sun a little bit. Uh, sun isn't as weird. I think 
the sun is obviously life giver. If there was no sun, there would be no, you know, no seasons, no, um, you know, basically no growth of life. You know, the sun was needed and, you know, whether it be vegetation or even us, you know, if the sun wasn't around. I think it's all pretty fucking weird, bro. Oh, of course. And all this works in a system too. It's not just one thing that does this. It's, you know, like we just said, the moon was needed for the tides and all the stuff. And then the sun's needed for the production of energy so that we can take that energy in and convert it and all sorts of stuff. So, um, it's a very, it's, it is very weird. And we were talking about too, um, the particles, the hydrogen particles in the sun that walk around, it's called the hydrogen walk, I think is what they call it. Um, in the sun, uh, it takes a million years for one of these particles to, to actually be produced out of the sun. And what you're seeing is light that's millions of years old, which is fucking crazy. So does that mean it'll be allowed for for another million years or? Well, yeah. I mean, like the sun, we're not going to see if let's just say hypothetically, we found a a way to live on earth for like ever or like a long time. At some point, the sun's going to get so big, we will be engulfed from the, the, you know, those solar flares, those things that come off the sun. We will be touched by those or engulfed by those at some point in the future. Billions of years. Says it'll swell to a red giant that bakes planets to a crisp in about five billion years. Yeah. So, and that's the evolution of a star. I mean, the star goes in stages, um, you know, what you were talking about. Like, and then I think the last stage is when it collapses into a black hole, but um, I think that takes a super fucking long time. Yeah, Um, that's insanity. The. Five billion years? What the fuck? Yeah. Um, And we don't even know what black holes are. There's just so many things out there. You know, like I was talking about gamma rays. Gamma ray, all it would take is one gamma ray burst and we're fucking done. That's all it takes. Where does that come from? An exploding star. Right, but there's nothing by us. No, but that doesn't mean something couldn't reach us. There's been speculation to some of the ancient, you know, like, disasters or whatever could have been a gamma ray burst like the dinosaur thing yeah the asteroid thing makes sense and but we don't know you know yeah could have been a gamma ray burst what do you think of these tv shows or uh movies about space is any of that shit real i don't know star trek star wars um what did what did i I was watching something with uh neil Butt face to grass. Don't bring his name up, bro. It's blanded. It's the man we shall not speak, bro. Um, and he said, which one did he say? He said one of them. Um, he said that that one with Sandra Bullock's stupid because a lot of oh, gravity. Wrong. Yeah, a lot of that one's wrong. Yeah. Uh, he said Interstellar's wrong. Yeah, of course. All the, no, all the movies, I'm sure, are wrong. Well, the one that he actually picked is kind of stupid. I forget what it is. I'll, I'll have to look that up. But the one that he said that he thought was like kind of real. Oh, it was uh, what's the one with Tim Allen and Sigourney Weaver? Something about that one that was like super accurate. Oh, uh, it's uh, you know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah. Again, back to Tim Allen belt. Galactic or some planet Gal- or galactic or something like that. I don't know. Um. But yeah, so there's that there's that one, you know. But I I typed, I, I typed in Tim Allen space movie, my fucking computer just slapped me in the face. <laughs> Galaxy Quest. It goes, ooh. <laughs> Galaxy Quest. <laughs> this movie looks awful, bro. 
Um, God. Although it got 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. Holy shit. What's it called? Galaxy Quest. Oh, yeah, Galaxy Quest. Yeah, that's the one. Um, I, I always hated the Star Trek, but I liked the movies. And then I started hearing plots from it, and I, it sounds pretty interesting. For all Star Trek? Yeah, I haven't yeah. seen any of the newer ones. I mean, I used to watch a little bit. The new bit ones of are show. cool. The first two are at least. Check, it's check like now, though, you watch the old show. It's like the same thing as watching an old movie. You're like, yeah, okay, whatever. So it's fucking outdated as fuck, you know? Well, that TV, yeah, the show is super outdated. Um, Actually, I used to, I heard some shit too. Like Star Trek initially was based, and I've even heard that about Star Wars, yeah, like based on like real speculative shit. But I mean, who knows? Um, Obviously, there's not cantina bands out in space that we know of, so. Well, it all comes from human ideas, so you never right. know. You never know. Well, it was like one of the the moon landings. The the astronauts apparently heard some crazy music they had never heard before. Like it's just some unique ass shit on the dark side of the moon, and yeah, the cantina band. <laughs> and they didn't even want to tell people at NASA. Like you can look that up too. Um, you know, they're, again, we're not saying anything this, that, or the other, but who knows? You know, say it, been, man. Yeah, grow a fucking set of balls and say it. I don't know. I don't say things I don't know. I'm just saying well, yeah, like it do you believe been... they heard some stuff, you know? It's... Well, here's the thing is what if it was like for instance, there's vibrations that are cre- created obviously like, you know, the rings on Saturn or this or that. Who's not to say that we can't hear shit like a ringing or some sort of um noise that's created by these vibrations, you know? Yeah. Um, that's and that's what well let's let's talk about that. Let's talk about string theory. Um String theory is based on initially on basonic string theory. Um, it's basically the elemental particles that are too small to see um, are like strands. And, one, you know, like, for instance, if you're looking at something, it actually alters that particle by you looking at it. And when you look at something, it's being shot back. Almost think of like a... Is this like biocentrism? No. This is actually string theory. Um, right, but then don't they say that... <laughs> No, biocentrism is more of like a spiritual based thing that's science related that it's more, it's science too. But yeah, I mean, it's like a combination of those two things. A lot of it has to do with like what happens after death or what they think happens after death. This is more pure science. String theory was like the uh, simulation type shit. Well, no, no. String String theory again is, okay, they imagine that there's these particles that are too small to see. Uh, by looking at the particles, like I said, we can change them. So if you're looking at something, when you look at it, there's a signal that's being shot back into your eyeball and that's being processed. So um, the other thing, too, is it, they get so small, the particles, that we can't see actual particles. We just see these, like, blurs or these blobs of these things. And there's these tiny little things that are called guarks, leptons, and bos- bosons. And they're, like, little shapes, they're, like, little triangles and squares and circles and shit. Yeah, I've heard quarks. Didn't they, isn't that, don't they come out of atoms? Yeah. Well, all, again, all this stuff is smaller than atoms. They're too right. small. It's so quirky. The problem with all this stuff that they don't think string theory is like the answer to all this shit is the actual gravity aspect of it. Um, so, like, if a particle, let's say these particles are like the actor on this, on you know, they're they're acting, then gravity would be like the stage that the actors are acting on, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, kind of. So, and then the other thing too is, uh, 
string theory, like when they, the, the whole thing is based on vibration. So when something vibrates a certain way, it creates a certain type of particle. So if it was to create, you know, a gravity wave or a light, you know, particle or whatever, I think that that's what that, that we can use string theory, in my opinion. I don't think it's the answer. I just think it's like a part of the puzzle, you know, just like, you know, or, uh, uh, Einstein's equals MC squared, um, the quantum f- uh, field theory, and like all this different stuff. I think all this stuff can be used. Um, I just don't think that there's one specific thing yet that we're like, oh, okay, this is what it is going forward. And even when we find that thing, it'll always obviously change because everything changes, you know? Right. Well, I mean, if everything's a part of fucking everything, then. But you're saying you believe in the string theory. Um, I believe that there's things smaller than atoms, you know? Right. Like, I believe, yeah. So, I mean, you know, look at the thing at CERN when they exploded the, uh, the particles there and, like, what they were able to discover. Like, when they show the simulation of this, just, like, this, like, thing that comes together and just goes out in these strings. Yeah, all, it's, you know. yeah it's a bunch of bullshit. Then the Mandela effect went into play and... <laughs> Berenstein Bears. You and Mandela thing. I told you what the Mandela thing is. Oh, Mandela I, think thing, I think it's stupid. I think it's fun to think about right. stuff like that. People though. believe in it, but I'll tell you this. Okay. The the reason why it's not true is that it's the same thing as like overtime. So we play this game called telephone, which is one person says one thing, somebody takes that thing, adds their own little spin on it or changes little things. And over time you have this like completely different thing. So I think that's what that is. I think that you're talking about like Nelson Mandela died and people thought that. But no, that's still... the one that everyone was like, that's that's Right, right. The, but I'm just saying there. even stuff like what you were saying, like stuff in movies and you think lines that people repeat that aren't really what's in that movie, like things like that, you know, like that's the same thing. It's like some idiot got drunk and was like, I'm repeating the line from a movie. Like, you know, when we go on Hogar, you get all these drunk fuckers and they all keep repeating lines from movies and half of them aren't even right, you know, so. Well, what are the, Sinbad was in a movie, bro. Where is it? (laughs) Sinbad. Where the fuck's this guy at? This guy's still motherfucking touring. Sinbad. (laughs) Um. But, yeah, I mean, uh, space is fucking crazy enough on its own, but then we still don't understand it, and we don't know about dimensions. You know, the whole thing about, like, okay, so the Fermi paradox for the alien thing is that if there's all this life, which is, like, there's supposedly more planets that inhabit life than there are grains of sand on every beach on our planet, if that's true, the Fermi paradox asks, well, where are all these aliens then, you know? There's plenty like, of space for them to be in space. Right. Well, there's this massive universe and universes. Like, who knows? We could be inside a universe, inside a universe, inside a universe. But my my question, I mean, like, I believe that there's life out there, but the Fermi Paradox points out that we could just be this um, ripple in time that was unique, that was, you know, I don't believe that. But, uh, again, it's asking the question, if there's this possibility for all this life, where is all this life, you know? Right. And, uh, I mean, what do you think yeah. about that? Do you think, you know, it doesn't I even have to be intelligent. Is there plants? Is there bacteria? I think there's you know? some shit floating out there for sure. How could there they, not be? They found some stuff. I don't know. Um, there's speculation, too, that our planet was created with life when some sort of uh, asteroid or meteorite hit the hit the Earth that had bacteria or some sort of, like, I think they said they found something with, like, moss on it or something, too, or some sort of... Uh, organisms on it so it's like if things are coming to, into our 
onto our planet from outside of our planet that have, you know, these bacteria or microbes on them or whatever, you know, maybe that's how that starts, you know. And that's the theory of panspermia, which is that life is being sent around the universe um, by, you know, like I said, like a rock with like life on it getting sent into the, into space and then landing on a planet and that planet taking that in and growing life, you know? So, yeah, um, I think that's definitely a possible Neil deGrasse douche. (laughs) And then there's, there's direct panspermia, which is, it's intentional, meaning that. Yeah. That's when uh, you spray on face. (laughs) Yeah, that's when aliens are just spraying everything down <laughs> with their semen. Uh, but that's actually true. That, that They're just hosing everything down out there. Um, I think that's like an Uncle Bob theory. You're talking about they sprayed some shit on the Uncle earth. Uncle Bob, he's, he's our cousin. Dude. He might be your wow. uncle. You call him uncle, don't you? Hey, man. <laughs> For radio purposes, you call him Uncle Bob. It sounds a little better. Uh, <laughs> um. Yeah, so the paradox, there's the, the, and then there's the other thing, which is, um, uh, what's his face? The other theory, which is that there's so much possibility for life. Um, the uh, Drake equation, which is this long equation. You can look it up here. I'll see if I can find it real quick and pull it up. How about that? I'll pull it up. All right, pull it up. Uh, it's called the Drake equation, and it's, it's an equation that shows, all, like, what we're talking about, like, all the possibilities of life based on everything we know about the universe. Um, with all the solar systems and galaxies and all that stuff. The other thing I want to get into a little bit too is this thing. It's called the Great Attractor. Um, it's at the center of our universe and it's drawing everything into it. And we don't know why or how. That might be the source of gravity, um, in my opinion, that might be who's not to say that that's not the point in which everything is being drawn to, you know? Yeah. This Drake shit's weird. There's a I movie. There's actually a good movie uh, documentary on Netflix about that. It's called, I think it is called the Drake equation um, where this guy interviews the guy um, that discovered all this. Basically he was looking for life Um outside of our planet. Um, Frank, Frank Drake. Yeah. And I think that was in like West Virginia or something. He initially did it at an observatory. Um, but uh, yeah, the, the whole thing, I think it makes sense. I mean, if we're, look, if we're basing everything on math and science and everything, I don't know in probability, I don't know how you can't look at that and somewhat understand it or agree with it, you know? Right. Yeah. So, I mean, look. Yeah, fuck, just, man. You just, people got to look up the first, look up the Drake theory. I can't explain this shit. It's over yeah. my head. Uh, we'll do a we'll do an episode on that next time we do aliens. We'll do more of the science behind it kind of stuff. Um, yeah, I'm trying to read it and trying to translate it. I, I <laughs> my brain's about to explode. Uh, this kid's got a he's got a bunch of little uh, string theories bouncing around his brain. It's going to bust open. The lemmings are just running into my wall in there. <laughs> the leptons and quarks and bosons are just blowing up in his mind right now. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, is there anything else that you think you want to talk about? Because I mean, I think I covered a lot of the interesting stuff to a, a very, you know, I summarized a lot of stuff. If you look into any of the stuff that I talked about, there's a whole bunch of stuff on it, but I just touched the surface on a lot of stuff, you know, obviously and we're just trying to pique people's interest in all this stuff. So I think it's important. I think if more people knew about this, you know, we could be creating more Einsteins out there. Yeah. We probably could have talked the whole time about the moon. Cause it's something you can yeah. see from. Well, it's cool because any, anyone can look out their fucking window and see that. And you just, you take it for granted almost. You see it and you don't even really, you know, think about what it is, what it was that, what it's there for. You just, you know, it's pretty in the sky, but it is pretty right. fucking weird. I mean, space is weird, you know? Dem- we could right. be in a dimension. Like, think about space like this. Like, space. What if space, what, and I'm not saying that this is the case, this is just super, super speculative, but like, let's say there are other dimensions, however many you want to say, 10, they think 14, some people I heard say, imagine if we just could only, based on the way that we're vibrating and the way that we're accepting these vibrations into our minds and our bodies, like I was telling you earlier, like imagine our penile gland is like this, uh, um, her pineal gland is this like, not uh, like a receiver and we're receiving all these vibrations and then developing our consciousness and our understanding of the world based on that, then that would be whatever frequency that that's set to. But imagine that there's a bunch of frequencies in a bunch of different, you know, dimensions that we could heaven could, or the next stage of life or whatever, could literally be just another vibration that we just can't see. I hope so. My man. Well, yeah. Oh, you fucking Maisie, the 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 philosophing <laughs> madman. Yeah, I should have lived during the ancient Greek or Egyptian times, but uh, you know. Yeah, I don't. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, crazy shit. And sh- hit, hit, look, over time, we've had knowledges across our planet that have been lost you know whether it's you want to talk about the hall of records it's supposedly in egypt you want to talk about uh you know the library of alexandria that burned down in like 50 bc they think julius caesar did it you know um yeah you know all this shit uh but the library of alexandria is interesting because that was like the first university, you know, like in ancient days, like people went there to learn and study. Like if you were going to be anything like a, I think, you know, Hipparchus that we talked about procession, uh huh, like procession of the stars. He actually went there and learned everything he knew about like stars and everything from there, you know? So it's like, there's other famous Greek. I think the guy Euclid who created geometry studied there, all these famous Greek and Egyptians and, uh, Romans studied there, and then you know you got fucking idiot Julius Caesar. That's no wonder this guy got stabbed to piss. This fucking guy fucking <laughs> up. Um, but but I do, uh, I do have one last question for you. Sure. Did they or did they not find cheese on the moon? <laughs> I think Will Ferrell did find a little bit of cheese. <laughs> Isn't he that slobbered hairy? it out of his yeah. He slobbered it out of his mouth. Um. I mean, who who knows about the moon? Like we were saying, I think I think that uh, I don't know. There's something weird with it. That could be the receiver. I was talking about our pineal gland. That could be a satellite. You know, if we've got the receiver, that's you know, think of like a direct TV scenario where you've got your satellite on top of the house, and then you've got the receiver that's inside your house. We could have the receiver which is inside our brain, and then the moon could be the satellite. You know, 
That's pretty fucking cool, man. Yeah. Let's end it on that. All right, folks. Well, that was another episode in the Ponder books here. That. We're pondering space and time. Actually, we don't even get into time. We'll get into that next time we talk about space. We didn't have enough time, man. It's we didn't so have enough time. Okay. Um, but uh, all right. We'll talk to you guys next time. Peace. Peace.